When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is One Hate Minute. Drop of a hat, these guys will rock and roll. What's your name? Wayne Grove. Look like gangbangers working the local 7-Eleven to you. Robbery homicides take me. Give me all you got! Listen. Give me all you got! I do what I do best. I take scores. You do what you do best. Trying to stop guys like me. A podcast dedicated to all 170 minutes of Michael Mann's L.A. crime opus, Heat, one minute at a time. Welcome to One Heat Minute. I am your host, Blake Howard, and today with me, I'm joined by a man who, well, to be fair, drunkenly goaded me into this entire project, and his name is Stu Coot. You may have heard his podcast we like to watch on Geek of Oz in Australia, but we're going to go through the very first minute of Michael Mann's 1995 film, Heat. Here it is. Welcome to this undertaking, the first of 170 episodes that we're going to be doing of this show. Which I need to apologise for <laughs> for putting you up to this in the first place. <laughs> so let's explain. Let's have a bit of context. Um, I'm a massive Michael Mann fan. For all of my friends who know me, my all-time favourite film is Heat, and I reckon in my top 10 is The Insider. Michael Mann, a huge influence. I've written uh, a massive critical thesis on his entire work and have revisited his work in writing for he's, many years. He's one of your guys. He's my guy. Yeah. He's my guy on, on, on the top, top, top of my list. And anyway, we were talking, Stu and I, um, Stu, a podcaster, a part of the Sydney film community, and we were talking about me kicking up another project of podcasting that I wanted to do. And uh, it's clearly not this <laughs> it's not this project because Stu no, goaded me no. in. Well, and this, I, I saw it because there's the guys that do the, the Star Wars Minute. And this is, and it's, I think it's a great idea to, to put that blowtorch on the film you love the most and just take it apart and go nuts. Cause yeah, not a lot happens in a minute or doesn't it? Like, let's, let's find out. <laughs> let's find out. Yeah. Like, how far can you dig into, into one minute of film? So here we are. The, here we are. the, the very first the, minute. Imagine, close your eyes, December 
1995 this film came out. You're in a cinema. It is 21 years since The Godfather Part 2 arrived and you would have seen those two names. And those two names coming up in the credits of a movie meant a lot. And uh, uh, meant a completely different thing back in 1974 as they did in 1995. And you wonder, like, even how... It, I always think of this movie, like, they, they talk about in Who Framed Roger Rabbit <laughs> yeah. when apparently the Disney characters and the Looney Tunes characters have exactly the same uh, uh, screen time. Yes. And the lawyers got out and to the second made sure they all had enough. I wonder if there was an argument from the get... <laughs> Who was on the left and who was on the right when it comes up Pacino and De Niro? Yes. I'd like to hope there was an argument. No, there wasn't. We, the opening minute of this movie is Warner Brothers credits, which let's just start with Warner Brothers credits. The travesty now is, I think, is that this movie is like a Warner Brothers movie. But now the definitive edition of Heat has just been released and it's a Fox. Fox have taken the home oh, really? distribution rights. Oh, So let's start right there. This is not going to be an examination of the Michael Mann definitive version of Heat. We will absolutely reference the points of difference in that along this lengthy podcasting journey. I would just hope that that's going to be your next podcast. (laughs) You go through this and then kick in straight into that without even thinking about it. Another 170 minutes just straight off the bat. Um, So... The opening minute that we're watching right now, it's New Regency Pictures, it's Warner Brothers, unfortunately, I think. And, and you know, great that the movie's come out, a definitive edition, a consolidation, a 4K cut. Um, but I don't think that this movie in any way, shape or form needs to be tampered with in any way. Um, so for me, it's a bit strange. But then it comes up, a Michael Mann film, straight off the, the, the last film that he did before this was Last of the Mohicans, a massive, massive movie, made a stack of bucks, won an Oscar for a score, um, and Al Pacino and Robert De Niro appear and on Bobby the screen. Robert De Niro. What the hell do you do seeing a movie when they're double-billed at the top? What an... Could you... I can't imagine what it would have been like. And still powerhouses oh, at that time as well. Massive. Like if you look at some of the films around that time that <laughs> De Niro alone was putting out, yeah. huge. Huge. And and then uh, Pacino walked straight into um, The Insider after mm. this and another Oscar-nominated mm. turn post this. So an incredible... Uh, just incredible to see the credits, to see Heat, and kicking off in this very beginning, uh, it was a... There was an, a, a TV movie called L.A. Takedown, which Mann had made a few years earlier. Um, and at the very, very beginning, he made it. It's, it's sort of built around the same premise um, that Heat was. But the idea that then he's going to go and take that slightly differently, supersize it and up the ante by putting two amazing actors in it is pretty special. And in the first minute, we also see that Val Kilmer's in this bad boy. Which is... That's- <laughs> That's, that's what got me got me most excited. I love... Now, the problem with this this format, yes. you constricted us to the minute. I have. Pretty much. So we're not going to be able to jump ahead. No. So it's 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 teasing the people who have watched this movie over and over, who want... There's so many scenes we want to jump into. Yes. No. So many things I want to say. <laughs> I know. But I have to hold back. You have to hold back. I have to show the restraint. So this is, this is the discipline... That De Niro's possibly talking about in this film. Absolutely. Like, but you've extended it to a minute. <laughs> the heat's around the corner for a minute. <laughs> Not the 30 seconds no. that he cuts it down. That could be also be your next podcast. No, no. The 30 second podcast. Breaking <laughs> down into 30 second increments of which time can you spot the heat and would you walk away? 
30 seconds by 30 seconds. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to be that extreme. That's First minute, I can't see any heat. So we're good. We're good we're, to continue. We're good. We're, we can't walk we, away. We can go around the next corner. But what's even stranger, this is a Los Angeles, like a quintessential Los Angeles crime story. A lot of the time it's been referred to in many of the early reviews as like a, a crime opus, this LA, you know, crime opera. We start with a train. The least LA thing... Nighttime, nighttime, misty, yeah, or like a smoke, like it's, it's a smoke so coming off, like steam coming off from steam, somewhere, steam yeah. coming off from somewhere, and it's a train, and and more importantly, we have all the the uh, all the electrical wiring over the top. Yes, like if you if you picked like you went to someone and said, "Give me your top ten iconic <laughs> pictures in in <laughs> LA," this is not it. <laughs> no. This is, but it shows that there's this. Mass of intertwined wires that could ref- could be a metaphor for the the film itself, or maybe it's just a train, and, and maybe it's just a train. And actually, in point of fact, this train is was not even opened. So this is a, I think it's the it's a, a train line in Los Angeles, and this is the, one of the first pre opening. Um, Michael Mann, you know, you know, spoke to the local council or whatever the case may be, or Warner Brothers, and they worked it in so that they could use this because. As much as it was going to be a quintessential LA story, it was it's almost like LA in the future. It sort of takes it immediately at that moment that this train may not have even been open when they shoot it. It's completely out of time. And there's plenty of other things that we're gonna come up to um, and echo through. Um, but Stu, why I'm a big man aficionado, you goaded me into this. I think that we're we're gonna go through a couple more minutes of this. You know, we're going to go through 170 more mm. minutes of this mm. film. And I'm not going to just torture the people listening by not giving you at least what's coming up. But let's talk about how this gestated. I was talking about a project and and then you said, Blake, but what do you want to do? Yeah. And over and over again, it was like, but what do you want to do? And I said the line, I think I remember myself saying... Oh fuck! I just I wish I could just do a podcast about heat every day of the week. There I could do a podcast about heat, and you said that's yeah. a podcast. That's, I'm a podcast. <laughs> that's because <laughs> this film you can do. There are so many little pockets you can go and camp out in. Yes, there are so many little places where you can just go and haul up for a while and explore. Yes, just this little bit. This what Pacino's over here. De Niro's doing this. All the the different relationships, and I think that's right up like the. A film has to go to this length. Like, this is up there with, like, sort of playing in that sort of godfather length for mm. a film. Yes. So you can have all those um, all those little nooks and crannies to go and explore. Yes. Like, you could also... You could break this down and be season one of The Wire. Yes. With the same interconnecting thing. And so the thing... I think it's that, that gentle balance between... Do you get in and out on a film for 90 minutes... And you go on the roller coaster ride and you, you know, you build up, you build up, build up to Big Dipper, you go down and it goes through a few loops, and then you come back to where we started and we got a thrill ride. Or you do this, it's a slightly it's not exactly a marathon because it's no. not a hard film to sit through. Never. I never look at heat and go, Oh, am I gonna get like get through this like I would with some of the, like the, the like uh, the longer classics that yeah. you go, Oh, I'm not I'm not in the mood to take but this down. But even flip a genre. Like if you went to like Lord of the Rings, you go, uh, do I have time to watch that? Yeah. Heat is a film for me that, and I've watched it 
hundreds of times and I'm sure that it'll be evident after this show <laughs> that you'll know that I have watched it hundreds of times but um, I've watched it hundreds of times it's a film that if I look at something if, if, if I can't make a decision about what I want to watch on like sometimes your shelf or your Netflix queue or whatever your streaming is intimidating I'll pick this movie up and immediately put it in exactly if there's no hesitation it's on I'm in and I think it passes that test that you um, wherever it's on you flip on this on TV you are in for if the last if you walk in and like, you see this train yeah. you're stuck for 169 <laughs> more minutes and glorious <laughs> minutes bar a few things there are a few things oh, okay. that we could I could take out if, oh, I, uh, if I took the shears to this oh, and there, there are not scenes that this there, is exciting there, is, there are a few people that I could there are a few things I could oh, take out well I'm gonna I, I'm gonna have to look and this show um this deep dive this sort of appreciation of heat in this way um is is absolutely going to be you're going to be hearing my voice pretty regularly you'll most certainly be hearing the man across from me a couple of times but um what i'm hoping is um i'm hoping as you listen along you're going to meet a bunch of people who are huge fans of this film and huge film fans uh and who've got some fascinating perspectives that we're going to cross paths on and especially the good the bad and the ugly and i can't wait secretly off uh, off air what i'll do with Stu is to go through and find out some of those moments he'd like to trim and see if he wants to come back as a mm. guest later <laughs> to get right in the thick of these moments one thing about as we take the the deep dive into this first minute we, we have the credits but before we get to the train yep. i think importantly we have that first taste of the score Yes. The Elliot Goldenthal um, score coming in. Absolutely gorgeous. This is, it's, for better words, it sounds like a bad wind is blowing into town. Yes. It sounds like <laughs> the bad train is pulling into yeah. the station. Like it is, it, it is just kicking off, but he's coming in. It's not a really big bombastic start to the film. No. It's this low key. It tells you everything you need to know about how uh, this crew works. Yes. They're coming in nighttime. Yeah. What's everyone else doing? You're either asleep or or you're at work minding your own business. Yes. That's when these guys strike. Yeah. They're not, you know. There's no flash. They're not sticking, you know, they're not doing the thrill seeking. Hold up to the blonde with a tattoo on their chest. They're coming in when no one's got a bat and eyelid at you and they're coming in really under the radar. They're like, dare I say, like the smoke. And and I also wonder now, looking at this, because we've got it freeze-framed right now on the screen as we're watching it together, there's another quintessential moment at the beginning of a film where a vehicle with two bright lights bursts from some smoke mm-hmm. and that movie is called Taxi Driver mm-hmm. by Martin Scorsese and which I think it's an absolutely amazing and doesn't I mean to listen to them side by side the scores are completely different drastic but there is a same sort of like there is that cruising the like there's that and cruising the street there is that like there yeah. is someone who's yeah, lamenting what's around them, but they're yeah. sort of going through the filth and the slime anyway. Yeah, that's yes. what we get from Taxi Driver. And in this, it's got that kind of, that rolling sort of, they're in no hurry to get anywhere. And no. you go back to like the streets where De Niro's cruising around. Same thing here. Um, also, this is, uh, he's collaborated with Man for a lot of his um, films as well. So I'm just bringing up, he's, um, he did the, the scores for Collateral Public Enemies and he also did Miami Vice. Yes. So all around that period of man. Yes. Um, so that's kind of uh, post-Heat Man. Yeah. He's uh, jumped in there. But, yeah. you know, Golden Falls score and, you know, score in this film is just outstanding. And at the moment, it's very much a... 
it's like that breeze. I love that phrase, bad wind coming into town. But later on, it ups the tempo. Like, it's a film that has a little bit of dexterity in that score. Like, it's boom, 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 boom. Yeah, there's, yeah, some, yeah. there's a thrilling pace that it'll set later on. But right now... And it sets a platform of control. Yeah. It's like control and assuredness are, right from the get-go. We, we are very patiently going to let this unfold. And yeah. you're going to very patiently watch. A bit like this podcast itself. <laughs> it's, the very nature, it's the very nature of the podcast. Yeah. You've got to have the discipline. That's right. Um, now, there's one thing, like, probably maybe this might be a little too early, a minute in. Yeah. But if you go and look at a couple of man's other openings, mm. man, it's interesting where he starts. Manhunter. Yes. We start with going up the stairs. Up the stairs. Someone in their job. They're doing their job right from the get-go. Yeah. We have... The Insider, where Al Pacino's character yeah. is he's blindfolded and you see him in the cab and the score is belting, the mm. car is bouncing along a dirt road and you are immediately immersed. You There's, are there. You, you are, are in, in you it. You are dropped down. You are in it. And you actually see through the perspective the light grated through the blindfold. And you're straight away, where, where am I? What's going where on? Like, this is not a recognisable LA. You may as no, well be blindfolded. No, this could be anywhere. This could be like that's sort of like the Chicago, like the, the yeah. railway of that, or yeah. the um, look at Miami Vice starts in the club, Jay Z pumping yeah. straight up, just yeah. bang. Within a minute, we've seen the entire crew, all, all who we go on to know, the cops. But you're right there in the middle. You're watching people doing their job and doing it well. Yes. And which is most of what, for the most part, heat is. Yes. Watching, as Mamet say, there's nothing better than watching people proficient at their job. Yes. It doesn't matter if they're good or they're bad. Yeah. It is far more compelling to watch people who are good at their job going about it. Yes. Like even without getting into the actual set, the big set pieces in this, they don't take a long time. No. They're quick, they're clean, they get in. And that goes for the storytelling and the filmmaking as well. Yes. It's not, there's not a lot of handy, there's not a lot of like handy cam up in your face trying for that sort of guerrilla style shooting. No. It's very much just set the shots, bang, 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 then you're out. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, whew, there's a lot, there's a lot to undo. <laughs> but we're stuck by this first minute and I love, I love this opening. Yes. I, yeah. I love the, I love the opening because it's exactly what you said. You just, you're immediately lulled in. That Elliot, I think that's like my lullaby music almost. Like <laughs> yeah, Elliot yeah, Goldenthal. It's like, yeah. forget whales, forget yeah, rainforest no, sounds. No, no. Just play that opening and I'm like, wherever I am in the house, nothing else is getting done that day. It's over. <laughs> like, I feel sorry for any ambulances that are in the way. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm in. Well, this is the very first episode of uh, One Heat Minute. There are 169 episodes to go, but Stu... We've I had c- a taste. We've had a taste we've of had, what's around the corner. We've, There's- we've had a taste. And uh, would you like to join me to meet Neil McCauley I in the next so. couple of minutes? I think so. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the first episode of One Heat Minute. We'll be back uh, with Stu Coot again joining us to meet Neil McCauley. Thank you for listening to One Heat Minute. Uh, One Heat Minute is produced by me, Blake Howard. Special thanks to our guest this episode, Stu Coot, who is at Stu underscore watches on Twitter, or you can find him on geekofozoz.com. Special thanks to Paul Davies for creating our music theme and Garth Franklin for website design for our website, oneheatminute.com.